Welcome to Deborah Byrne Psychology Services Podcast. I am Deborah Byrne, a psychologist and your host for today. In my podcasts, I talk about a wide range of topics, including relationships, parenting, education, disability, mental health, and the most important topic I consider of all, self-care. I like to keep it informative and practical so that you can become empowered. This podcast is for adults and is for informational purposes only and should never replace your regular therapy sessions. Episode 172, Working From Home, How to Help Your Relationship. This blog was originally written in April of 2020. Right now we have had adapt to a new way of living. Our peace of mind and mental health has been and continues to be tested daily. Our relationships are being prevented from becoming as precious on top of the usual ones. Research tells us that we need some time to ourselves every day and if we are not getting even half an hour to ourselves things can quickly erupt. Even the small things or situations have a way of escalating very quickly into a bigger argument because of that. Small problems, we thought were only minor, can come under increasing scrutiny and can fester. This will lead, if left untreated, to a breakdown in a relationship. So taking some time as a couple, talking things out and seeking professional advice quickly if needed is more important than ever. We are worried about what will happen in the future, about the possibility of getting sick, and about what could happen to our children, our friends, our family. Some people have lost their businesses or jobs, so this has added a financial pressure to our lives and relationships. Some people are still working. If your partner has to leave the home right now, it will add to your worries and it will put pressure on your relationship too. But what if you're trying to work from home? Even if you have no children, your relationship will be tested by this. Adding children and trying to keep them occupied, safe, homeschooled, etc. Then the pressure to you and your relationship goes up even more. Trying to work may seem impossible at times. If we are trying to work from home, what are some things that might help? All relationships are based on the premise of mutual respect. Part of that has to also include a respect for each other's work. It is important to recognise that compromise will be needed if you're both trying to work from home, but also that if only one of you is working and you have children, that the partner who is looking after the children all day needs a break too. Some tips that might help. Sit down and talk about what you both need. One, set boundaries and communicate clearly with each other is going to be key here. Don't attempt to do everything or change it all at once. It simply won't work and may make the situation worse. Two, don't use the phrase, we need to talk. If someone hears this, they may tune out or make the situation worse. You want to create an atmosphere of cooperation here, not more arguments. Three, sit down by yourself and make a priority list. What needs to be compromised on first? Where do you need help, etc.? You can do a brain dump. Get everything out on paper first and then prioritise three things you need help with or need to talk through. Four, you can invite your partner to do the same thing and ask them to schedule some time along together to have this discussion. You might be surprised that they have the same topics on their list. Make sure you can be alone and that you are neither tired or angry when you sit down together. Be honest with one another. One, don't let the conversation devolve into a full-blown mouth. Nerves may be greater at this stage, fuses may be shorter, 
So take that into consideration. Remember, you both have needs and wants here. So has your relationship. It's kind of like a third party in all of this. It needs nurturing too. Your relationship, your family, your mental and physical health. It's far more important now than anything else. Two, remember that this isn't a time to nag or moan at one another. Rather, concentrate on the three or four main points you want to make. Take turns. Each of you gets to bring up one point at a time. Really listen to what is being said. These are I statements and clarify what has been said so that you are clear before making a response. Three, if at any stage things become heated, let it go. Take a break and use the 48 hour rule if need be. I've talked about this before in communicating how you're angry. Do check that out. Start to create a workable contract with one another. This doesn't just have to be about work, but include your relationship, self-care needs, your children, etc. Make sure you mark in a monthly or weekly review of this contract in case things start to slide or relapse. Be willing to again be honest about this. One, make time to go over each other's schedules every night. Make this a nightly event with each other. You can also use that time to pay bills together and discuss the children. This way you can see what the other person is working on and what needs to be prioritised the next day. Two, who does what and when with the kids? Homeschooling and supervision doesn't just fall to one parent. If you are both working, a degree of daily flexibility is needed. Three, set work hours and specific times you will need to be online for work. There is nothing worse than everyone trying to access the same limited broadband at the same time. If you have more flexible times than your partner, then you both need to work around those times. Four, mark out daily time for self-care. You both need this and it should be number one on your list when you schedule out your time. You will need also time alone. This can be part of your self-care time. Five, respect the work environment. There are a few things we need to remember here. One, if you haven't already set up a work area, if you can keep it out of the bedroom and if possible have two work areas if you are both working. Two, if one person needs to be online or is on an important call, respect that. Maybe you have to postpone watching a TV show as there isn't enough bandwidth or you need to keep the kids quiet at that time. Think things through and plan together. If you are the one working, then make sure to close doors and use earphones or headsets to minimise noise. Plus, turn down your notifications. There's nothing worse than the constant ding-ding noise while someone is trying to work. If schedules change, then let your partner know. 3. If you are sharing a workspace or using a dining room, then remember you won't be able to leave work things lying around and not expect them to be moved or touched, especially by children. You need a system to help keep things clear and then that can be moved quickly if needed. 4. Don't just interrupt one another. If you're on a call, then have a system in place to let the other partner and children know you can't be interrupted right now. This can be as simple as putting a sign on the door of the room you're in. Again, plan this together and explain it to the children. Yes, there will be times when they get it wrong. So plan for this and how you will handle it in advance. Five, if you need to take an important call or on a video chat, 
and are sharing a space, think about stepping out of a room and bring a notebook with you if anyone is. Remember to also warn others in the house if you are on a video chat. You don't want a child, a teen or a partner walking in on a call in their PJs or having a screaming match. At least try and minimise this happening. Six, remember your boss or clients are all in the same boat and will understand. Seven, remember communication and a little advanced planning is going to be key here. Keep a routine. Make sure you are getting up at your usual time and getting dressed for work. It may be a little bit more casual than you would normally do, perhaps not your usual uniform or suit. When we stay in our pyjamas, it can feel very monotonous. It all seems like work, eat, bed, and that can become depressing. Two, make sure you look after your basic self-care needs, as I said. Have a set time to start work each day. Remember that dressing in a smart, casual manner for work at home will help you and the rest of the household get into the frame of mind that this is still work, even if it is from home. Three, make it part of your routine to also change into something more relaxing after dinner as a way of marking the end of the working day. These might seem small and a bit fussy in a way, but they will help your focus and motivation and demarks what is work time and what isn't at home. Four, if you've lost your job, it can be easy to slip into a depressive state. But remember, we can use this time to learn a new skill or learn something that you've always wanted to do that could be useful to your job. You can also review what you want to do next with your career. You have time now to explore your options. And we need to remember that we still do have options. Plan time away from work together and as a family. One, you also need time as a couple each week, not to pay any bills, talk about the kids, the house, the jobs, etc. But just as a couple. If you have a teen, think about paying them to look after the younger ones while you carve out some time alone to do something just for yourself as a couple. It could be a simple 20 minute walk together or watching a movie without the children. Brainstorm some ideas. Make them varying in length in case you can't do what you had planned. Two, plan time to do things together with the children. Yes, we may have to get creative here, but don't feel you have to do anything big either. Children won't mind what you do. They'll remember the time spent together, not what you actually did. Three, make sure to turn off notifications and social media before dinner each evening. You need to have time to be together as a couple and a family each night. If you are both caught up with your devices, then how can you interact with one another and the children? Make it a family rule to leave devices in bedrooms while you have dinner together. It allows you time to catch up as a family and this is so important for your child's mental health also. They need your undivided time so they can talk about their concerns. Four, if you're trying homeschooling, especially with little support from a school, please remember that all you can do is your best. Every child is in the same boat at the moment, so your child will not fall behind. I've blogged about homeschooling and given you some tips on this, so do check that out. Remember that you're in this together. Try to keep a sense of humour. My book. Did you know I talk more about working on forgiveness, sharing, guilt, boundaries, etc. Many more topics in my book and workbook, The Building Blocks of Self-Care. And you can purchase it through a link in the original post. Work with me. Remember, you are allowed to ask for support. No one is an island. If you need extra support, then you can also work with me. 
We all struggle with stress and overwhelm from time to time. If you find this has become a problem for you and you'd like some support, then schedule an appointment with me. There are links to many helpful blogs, podcasts and videos in the original post and I'll paste a link to it in the description below. Thank you for listening to my podcast today. This podcast is also available in a blog format, which you can access at www.debrabrownpsychologyservices.com. Don't forget, you can also subscribe to this podcast, follow me on social media at DB Psychology, or subscribe to our mailing list, which is full of freebies and keeps you up to date on the latest blogs and podcasts. Be sure to tune in next week 